0: i yeah. me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of diamond cutter, the three-time world champion, professional wrestler, WWE Hall of Famer, and CEO and founder of DDP Yoga. And you monkeys, well, you're listening to Geek Vibes Nation. And that's not a bad thing, that's a good thing. Bang! How's everyone doing tonight? Thank you guys for listening to another wonderful episode of Wrestling Geeks Alliance. Every Wednesday, coming in normally at 7 o'clock, had a little bit of issues uh, on my end, uh, basically, well, if you have to know. uh, I left work today, and uh, one of my tires uh, decided to go flat, so I had to take it to a tire place and uh, get a brand new tire. And I got an oil change because I'm a responsible adult, sometimes, sometimes. So, yeah, we started a little bit later. Uh, unfortunately, we do not have uh, Jeffrey uh, Taylor on tonight. Uh, Jeffrey uh, Show Live. Check out all of his stuff. YouTube. Um, you know, all the various social media things, but YouTube, Facebook, obviously, Twitter. Um, give him a shout. Let him know how he's, uh, you know, done the last couple of weeks. We've definitely enjoyed having him. He's uh, he's awesome. And, uh he'll be back next week and so will uh, uh Christopher Brother Ray Patton uh 90% sure he'll be back next week unless something were to come out you know from now until then but uh yeah he's been extremely busy uh you know doing uh you know with his with his job in real life um and uh you know i'm hoping that we can get him in uh next week and, uh, you know, have them on and uh, talk about some wrestling, the three of us. So we'll have a great episode for you guys. But seriously, how's everyone been doing? You know, a lot of stuff's happened. Uh, Crown Jewel happened, and we'll talk more about that. Uh, there was Election Day yesterday. That was interesting. Um, I'd rather talk about wrestling, too. Yeah, you're right. Um, and, uh, yeah, just a lot of stuff that's happened in the world, and, it's angry still, and uh, not pleased, so hopefully one day the world will be fulfilled um, with its demands, uh, at least the people of it, or the world as in America, or how America basically sees himself as the world. Whatever way whatever way you want to take my interpretation of what I'm saying, guys, I just hope that, you know, where was it going? I don't really remember what matters is we're going to talk I think it was about crown jewel so we'll just go directly into that recklessly as hell like I just did some some reckless abandon and uh and just go heavy into this wonderful topic that is uh I mean guys what the fuck is this this is this is like an 80s like wrestling angle I feel like some crazy crazy horse shit because we really had a pay-per-view in which Vince McMahon, he's kind of like the million dollar man, you know. We we, we all know Vince. Um, understandable to, to a certain degree when it comes to, I mean, he's got shareholders, he's a public company. Um, look, I, I, I shouldn't say that because, you know, you should definitely think about moral values overall. But when it comes to business mind, business first, and he made a deal, and he made a lot of money, or he will make a lot of money. It's a, it's a billion and some, I believe. He's getting to paid a ridiculous amount for each pay-per-view that he holds in Saudi Arabia. A lot of craziness have happened uh, with the reporter, obviously. And, uh, I mean, if you look into that whole entire situation, we're not going to get into it, because I'm sure everyone's sick of talking about it. No matter what side you go for, left or right, or in the middle, you know where is where I am, but we kind of get thrown one way or the other, depending on who we're arguing with but either way, wherever you swing, you know there was this this craziness that happened, and I think all of us are just wanting to move forward, and uh I'm still gonna have to cover this, and it's 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 hilarious it's like it's not like so bad, like you know like Halloween havoc I think it was like was it ninety seven or ninety nine whichever one was just crazy and had the ultimate warrior at the end. I don't know which one, but it was a beautiful train wreck. Like just ridiculous. And well, yeah, I I guess since I did a sloppy way introducing the show and uh, you know, I'll go over those social media style things at the end of it. You know, we're on Twitter though, and Facebook and Instagram and we have our own website at gbnation.com. That's GB as in Geek Vibes Nation. And search Geek Vibes Nation for everything with social media. We are for all things entertainment. We're going to entertain you guys. I'll put those plugs at the end because that's what you're supposed to do. It's supposed to be before or after. I realize I'm just rambling, and since I'm by myself, it's going to be hard for me to remember this stuff. I told you guys this last time I was by myself. It should be a fun episode, though, no, ma- no matter what. We're going to go over Crown Jewel. So this is going to be awesome. But, yeah. Look us up, join the groups, tell us how you feel in the comment section. It would mean a lot to me. Uh, let let Chris know how you feel. You know, let, let 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 Jeffrey know how you feel. There's a lot of cool people on there. You know, everyone. If you haven't checked out our movie show that's on Sunday nights, me, Jawan, and, and, and Nick, and and Kanan and, and Joelle, we are we are controlling shit, and we have some amazing people working with us, and I'm very excited about it. What I'm not excited about, obviously, in a roundabout way, is talk about Crown Jewel. Uh, But anyways, just getting back to the disclaimer that went forever for this thing. um, It's not the funnest thing to talk about. Everything that happened, it's kind of annoying. And look, I will say, I was sick of listening to my California friends talk about it because it was just like every five seconds it would be a jab at something. And I am someone that's a little bit indecisive. Well, how I feel politically, I think I have stuff either way. But just either way that you look at it, you know, it was it was ridiculous. It was it was it was a lot. So we'll just go over it and we'll laugh about it. And I think that's the best thing to do. And then we're gonna go over Survivor Series, and then we're gonna go over to Japan and, and talk about Wrestle Kingdom, and, and now we got a couple news items. After that, call it a show. And uh, you guys can tune back for a full crew next week. I'm going to hold down this damn fort as we go in the crown jewel. I I want to be honest with you. I, I don't remember any of the matches except for the last two, basically. Like, all the the ones that were probably way better, I just couldn't tune into. I, I don't know why. Just a hundred percent. Like sometimes they give me my attention for like a little while. Because I mean, it's people like Seth Rollins and and Dolph Ziggler wrestling. I mean, they're gonna do Great, Rey Mysterio, Kurt Angle. I paid half the attention, but the ones that I remember the most are Brock and Braun. Oh, also Shane beating uh, Dolph Ziggler. That, that, that those last three, I guess, the best in the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> the ending, uh, or the universe title match. <laughs> and then the ending with DX and Brothers Destruction, which I don't think was a bad match. I think they did a match that they would have done a while ago. It might have taken a little bit longer to do that said match, but it wasn't like it was sloppy or anything like that. It still flowed pretty well. Fortunately, Triple H earned himself, and because of that, I mean, well, his health also. But I'm just saying, if there was any hopes to see Batista and Triple H do it at this WrestleMania, uh -uh. I don't think that's going to happen. Which, if I was Batista and I was really seriously thinking about that, I would say, hey, Hunter, if you're interested to wrestle after this, or maybe you just want to be like, fuck this, I need to be in the boardroom, whatever, you know, why don't we do this the following WrestleMania? It seems like you guys have a lot that you're building towards anyways, instead of having him go against someone like Randy Orton. I don't want to see that. That wouldn't be as as fun. It wouldn't be as, uh, I guess, meaningful. I don't know. All right, let's go into these matches from start to finish. First match, I do remember a little bit of this. Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Rusev. Fun match, love both personalities. Think both guys are great. Both have qualities of, of having an original character um, that's flamboyant and by itself and having this giant charisma. And someone for, like Shinsuke, who doesn't speak the greatest English, he can still communicate that charisma so well, you know, with not having to do that much. And Rusev kinda of comes off Rusev's great. He doesn't say much either. You know, it's almost like a rainy savage quality to them. Not specifically towards a gimmick of Macho Man, but that same type of a build up, if you will. But um yeah. Decent match. I mean this thing about that, that I'll have to say about this, in a, a good representation is what happened this last week on SmackDown. We had some amazing like some not amazing, some great matches. You know? Um but I think that most of the pay per view matches on here, the good ones, were SmackDown matches, if that makes sense. Have that same like level of quality. Uh decent amount of time. Some of them range different, but Let's go in the first or the first actual match for the uh, WWE World Cup quarterfinal match between Rey Mysterio and Randy Orton. Uh, match was five minutes thirty seconds. Basically, at the end of it, Rey gets an upset win. Then Randy beats the shit out of Rey. He's pissed off. That would lead to him on SmackDown coming in uh, the ring after Rey beat Andrade Cienamos and giving him an RKO out of nowhere. Obviously we're going to have the two of them who have had a a rivalry in the past, you know, get, do some stuff. Would I prefer Ray working with Andrade Cianomis or, and maybe take our truth who's been built as this awesome baby face again, who's also a legend and have him go against Randy Orton. Yeah, I would rather that scenario because I just booked it myself. But if they're going to do this, I mean, hey, old rivalries can get re-sparked. I don't think they had anything that was like, that noteworthy, but um, I think Ray won his first championship belt, I believe, from Randy Orton. Could be wrong about that. Not 100% sure. Uh, I, I apologize. I'm tired. I worked today, but you know, you guys don't care about that. You care about me talking, but I'm just letting you know, okay? I'm a little bit frazzled. <sighs> the flat tire thing, all that stuff just combined. Just, you know, not a fun thing. Not a fun day, but I'm glad I'm getting to talk about wrestling with you guys. That's, that's the important thing I would say. So, all right, next quarterfinal match. Miz defeated Jeff Hardy. Uh, they gave this match seven minutes and five seconds. Uh, another match. I can't really tell you that much of, uh, I feel like I've seen all these matches a million times on SmackDown and raw uh, because they kind of group these people in together. Uh, I, I, I don't know if they should have just one brand and one set of titles because you know it's gonna be jumbled up and you know you're gonna have people missing certain shows because you'll have them on the other one. So I I don't if that makes sense. So if like all right, so Ron SmackDown all have one roster. So separate rosters. Certain people are not gonna be able to make the episode. You'll have the big people or the big the big storyline taking up a majority of it. But you're going to have to put certain things in the cruiserweight division, say, or the tag division, or something along those lines, the uh, mid-card belt, like the Intercontinental Championship or the U.S. Championship. You're going to have to put people in that type of uh, you know, uh, climate uh, and keep them split up evenly, just like you're doing it basically with two separate things with two separate uh, sets of belts and stuff. It's a, It's a weird – Like situation, which one do you get more matches out of, longer or shorter? I have no idea. I don't have an answer for you. Um, But yeah, Uh, either way, you still have consistent the same matches over and over again, and it's kind of getting it gets watered down. Then you have a situation like this, where you have these quick but good matches over and over again, you know, kind of building it up. Um, and I can't remember a goddamn thing about any of these fucking matches. I'm I'm just gonna be honest with you guys. I'm just I'm honest tonight. Uh, so there, the Miz. He defeated Jeff Hardy. Apparently, I watched this. That's the sad part. I watched this fucking, and it it's not that it bored me to tears or anything like that. But you know, it just I couldn't. Get into it. It just it was the same shit that I've fucking seen a million times. It's stuff that we complain about as wrestling fans. The WWE they don't listen to us. They just kinda, you know Well, Vince McMahon is uh seventy what is he? Like seventy nine, I think. He's old as shit. Okay, and he's the main booker. He's in charge. He is the one in control of all the money. He's the one who is it's just amazing how we just don't have something that uh I don't know. Basically, Triple H should be running the, the whole show. We've we've talked about that at length though. Alright, either way. They got the next quarterfinal match to find out the best in the world CM Punk award. Seth Rollins defeated Bobby Lashley. Lashley with Leo Rush. God dang it. They had something that I thought was really cool with Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley and they've just completely shat all over it. Um... Vince being right in his ear directly talking. Uh, I, I think doing that for a couple of weeks and then not doing anything this last week was very abrupt. Uh, I think that he's getting heat that's not the good heat, if you will, uh, for Bobby Lashley. And I don't know. Uh, it would be very interesting. But either way, Bobby Lashley lost to Seth Rollins. No, we were talking about, hey, easy way to get Rollins out of a match. You know, still make him look strong. Dean Ambrose is probably going to be there. And he was. You know, his wife is doing commentary, which is good on them. That was pretty awesome. She was right in the front row. That was good to see. Um, But why didn't they use it to build more story with Dean Ambrose and Seth? I mean, he could have caused Seth the match for this. Could have done it with Dolph. I don't really get it. Um, Whatever. Either way, Seth won. We move on. And the last quarterfinal. Dolph Ziggler with Drew McIntyre defeated Kurt Angle. Uh, Dolph defeated Kurt Angle and Drew defeated Kurt Angle on Raw. I think that's good for both of those guys, especially Drew, who I like Drew. Um, I think he's got a lot of potential. He's got the look, the charisma. He's now showed me that he's a good heel. Uh, I liked his baby's face for him in NXT, and I think that for a big guy, he reminds me of a Brian Clark. Uh, same type of Look and wrestling wise, uh, I was a big Mark for Wrath, um, Adam Bomb, Chronic. I always liked Brian Clark a lot, and his, his body, his look, uh, his his strength, ability, and the way that he moves in the ring. The, for some reason, they parallel to me. Just might just I might be crazy, but I do like Drew McIntyre and Dolph. Hey man, he people might get kind of sick. They even kind of have it as like a running thing. Uh, with this character. that People kind of get sick of talking about him, you know, blah, 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 like overlook him. But he is the Kurt ending of this generation. And I mean that in the nicest way possible. He's a great wrestler to put on a great match with. And I, they didn't have a bad match. I do remember paying attention to this. I don't, I can't tell you the ending. I can't believe Drew McIntyre beat Angle with an angle slam and fucking an ankle lock. That was a bit much. Um... I guess you're really trying to build him as a heel. I'm assuming that it's going to build towards eventually Braun and Drew title. I don't know that, but, I mean, that's what they're making me lay out in my head. Just trying to go, like, Drew probably needs that title, but he's going to be a heel until then. And then they'll probably flip it if it works well, somehow try to work it, or just keep him as a dominant heel and then try that later on. Um we got our, our first match uh, that, that was not a part of the World Cup, the greatest in the world CM Punk Cup, also known as. Uh, we had the bar, Cesar and Sheamus against, oh, by the way, with Big Show. I almost forgot about that key. Uh, defeated the New Day, uh, Big E and Kofi Kingston uh, with Xavier Woods. <sighs> Another thing, I don't remember this match at all. Let me be honest with you. I watched it, too. That's the messed up part. It's 10 minutes and 30 seconds. I'm sure that it was awesome. The Bar and the New Day know how to have really exciting fun matches. Problem is I can't distinctly tell you, well, that's not true, actually. Was it the Bar? No, it was the, it was, uh, the Usos and the New Day was in the Hell in the Cell. But things st- I mean, they kind of run in together. Uh, they're both great teams. I mean, I, th- I think that a lot of people, you know, would agree with me to an extent that it seems like the bar kind of is this generation, or it's or it's it's seeming like they're going this direction, APA, you know, the acolytes, the, the acolytes, is that the right word? Yeah, showing sure up, um, the acolytes, there you go, I think that's the fucking name, APA, okay, Bradshaw, Farouk, hard hitting, beat the crap out of people and you've had two great wrestlers by themselves with so JBL would have an awesome career after that and Furry who had an amazing career before that Ron Simmons first uh, African American W or not WWE uh world heavyweight champion the old NWA lineage that ties into WCW and some of WWF because I went there but still there's the NWA I guess that's why they dissolved the title and turned it into the universal title I don't really know I just know that they they share Similar path, the World Heavyweight Title, that gold one that Goldberg used to wear, that dates back to the '80s, and the NWA title. Those share uh, the same lineage, and then with WWE, but then we have the NWA title. I don't know, and then there's the World Heavyweight, or the WWE World Heavyweight Title, I believe is what that one's called. Yeah, because you know what? It doesn't matter. AJ Styles is the greatest champion of all time because he's from Gainesville, Georgia. Ah, that sounded more like George Bush than AJ. Hey, I'm George Bush. Oh, fuck it. That was a bad, bad impersonation. Oh, yeah. So, The Bar won. They're the new tag team champs. I am looking forward to seeing AOP, Office of Pain, going against The Bar at Survivor Series. That should be a fun... They should just beat the shit out of each other. Fun mayhem of a match. Hard-hitting. All right? So, the semifinal matches. Woo! Miz defeated Rey Mysterio. Why? You don't know? Okay, me neither. All right. Uh, WWE World Cup semifinal match. Dolph Ziggler with Drew McIntyre defeated Seth Rollins because of Drew McIntyre. Yep. All right. Cool. Done. AJ Styles defeated Samoa Joe. This is a... uh, one of their many matches and they're good in the ring together. They've never really had a time to be able to make something memorable. I don't think with this feud, I think it was kind of rushed. It was done better than AJ's feud previously with Nakamura, but at the same time, it just kind of lacked a little bit of something, but um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, he defeated Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe was the sacrificial lamb. We got an awesome match with Daniel Bryan and him. That was going to happen anyways in Saudi Arabia, but didn't because Daniel Bryan, you know, uh, rightfully so didn't want to go there. Um, so he pulled out. They had a great match on, on SmackDown, but didn't make Daniel Bryan look that great. Cause he lost AJ clean. Now you have Samoa Joe losing to him clean. I'm just wondering who exactly is going to be the next person to challenge AJ Styles. Um, there's not a lot of choices now, so you got the Miz, you got Daniel Bryan, obviously, who's kind of when you take a break from that, Samoa Joe, definitely when you take a break from. I don't see anyone coming, getting called up and going immediately for the title. Uh, they've kind of they haven't buried and Cianomas, but they made him look a hell of a lot better at first than they do now. So there's that. I don't know. I have no idea, but I love AJ Styles. I think he's great uh, in a lot of ways. I mean. You know, there's a lot of reasonable uh there's a lot of reasons why people say that he's like the Shawn Michaels of today, because both of them could adapt to any style of, of wrestling. They both were great into their, you know, later age basically. AJ's still got great years ahead of him and he's like forty one I think. Um he's a freak, he's a genetic freak and I, I think AJ shares a lot with the hitman as well. Um, you know, as far as <laughs> I mean, if, even if you look at it with uh, mic ability, uh, both of them are likable. Both of them talk with passion. Uh, and you can even tell that they might be serious about the passion or they believe themselves. But I'm not going to say they're the best people on the mic. You know, both have uh, the technical abilities in the ring. Um forgot what the fuck AJ calls his move now out uh, of the calf crusher, calf crusher versus sharpshooter. Um,. Power driver versus the uh, the phenomenal no 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 phenomenal Forum. Um, man how the hell am I forgetting his main move A.J. Styles Styles clash that's right and Brett technically was the first person I saw do springboards in, in and outside of the ring so I think Don my kid did that previous to him probably Brian Pillman but it's me seeing it personally live so whoa and it's just that dive man him and Owen they they were doing that shit. I don't, even think I, I don't think I've ever seen Sean do a suicide, or, or, or AJ, for that matter. I mean, I know that he has, but he doesn't really prefer to do that. He'll jump over it. He doesn't like to go through it. Maybe he had a bad experience. But then again, I'm talking about Crown Jewels. See how my mind just tries to not go into the next three matches. It just try to get me to go away from it. We didn't even talk about – actually, we can take a break. Go back. Um, Hulk Hogan opened the show uh, you know, it's it's weird to hear real American. Um, but it, I'm just thinking about it right now, it's throwing me off, actually. Uh but yeah, it's 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 strange this whole entire thing about Hulk Hogan, you know, this American hero. And I still think that he has room to to improve. I, I mean, guys, he doesn't he doesn't choose the smartest ways to go about it. That's all I have to say. I mean, even this this latest comment that that he said on Twitter. I'm pulling it up right now. Okay, I'll try to do my best. Uh, Hulk Hogan. If this sets up a fucking match with him and Rusev, which I fucking booked last year, okay, I'm 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 kind of nerding out a little bit about that. I think that would be kind of cool. But Hulk Hogan. Okay, okay. Today is a new day. After seeing myself on Crown Jewel, I've decided to get serious and get out of the three pound, pa- three hundred pounds, brother. I look huge, swole, jacked, and my arms are still bigger than most wrestlers' legs. I don't want to look like I can beat up the whole WWE roster anymore, brother. Only love. Hulk Hogan. How contradictory is only love after saying that he could beat up the whole WWE roster? That's fine. I'm sure people bitched. I think think, uh, Tyler Breeze said something really, really smart-ass and funny. I don't remember it offhand, but... Rusev, followed up by, I think you should start with me. WrestleMania 35, fellas, falls on the Rusev day. And then Hulk Hogan said, you're no different than all the other giants that I have tried, but at least after I defeat you, I will have a new uh, manager brother, crush mania Oh, my God. Yeah, he's talking about lot <laughs> This is the type of shit I'm talking about, though. Like, how are you going to... How are you going to say something about the whole entire WWE locker room, which you can say whatever you want about that. Hulk Hogan's voice, now I need a water break. Hold on one second, people. Ah, that killed it. That was, like, stupid idea. How are you going to start this shit? Rusev plays off of it. I'm glad that he kind of made it look like he's, he's willing to work. I would love to see something like that, or at least, like, the two of them have a segment together. If they're going to use Hulk Hogan, because they don't have to, um, and then say that Crusher Mania about his manager, which is his wife, It's just—I mean, I'm not someone that gets offended, and I'm not really offended by this. It's just kind of stupid to me of why the fuck you would say that shit, uh, especially after all the reports and you know, even Mark Henry saying like I'm willing to forgive Terry Bollea before that hearing, just about the Hulkster and going back there and telling everyone to worry about like getting videotaped and recorded. It's like, that is not what you should have been talking about. So fucking for Christ's sakes, if we're going to have Hulkster and you notice no one said a goddamn thing about Ron Smackdown. Okay. I really feel like WWE partially said, well, fuck it. We're already in bitching about this King wants or the Prince wants or the King or whoever the fuck, I'm sorry. Um, They want Hulk Hogan. They paid us this much money. We're going to get Hulk Hogan. And just never bring it up. But if he does come back, he needs to go out there and cut a promo. And I, I don't want it scripted for him. I want it to be from the heart and just say shit and try to work on building trust back with the audience, especially the people that you pissed off for good reason because you said some really ignorant shit and you haven't fully owned up for it. I'm being serious and then build stuff, and then go on certain things and talk at places and show like that. If you want to make an impact and you want to make a change, Hulk Hogan, it's hard for me not to partially love the concept of Hulk Hogan, but, like, how do I put this? I love Michael Keaton as an actor, but if... All right, he played Batman. Batman's one of my favorite, you know, characters. I'm going to always love Batman. I'm going to love that movie's Batman, his version of it. If Michael Keaton said some fucked up shit about, you know, black people or, or Hispanic people or whoever, you know, that's going to reflect differently, but it shouldn't make me, re- you know, reflect differently about Batman, if that makes sense, or specifically the one that he played. So the character of Hulk Hogan was one of my favorite characters, you know, in the eighties growing up. So the whole, uh, Hulk, Captain America like approach, truth, justice, in American way. Say so your prayers, you take your vitamins, brother, all that stuff affected a lot of us, and that's why it was so amazing, in a way, when he turned heel, of being able to flip one of the biggest baby faces and do that. He is the largest name in wrestling of all time. Song Cold might be the, like, the biggest moneymaker for WWE and possibly all of wrestling, and Dwayne Johnson might be the biggest breakout and one of the biggest, but I think Hulk Hogan is unanimous know, with wrestling. And he's the greatest in-ring, like one of the greatest in-ring performers of all time. I noticed I didn't see in-ring wrestler. Uh, I said in-ring performer. And what I mean by that is that someone's able to work the crowd, someone that's able to make it look, even though it kind of looks movie-like, if you will, in in a way, but so, just build the audience off so well. Great in-ring psychology applied in a different spectrum than a lot of other wrestlers. They all do it. I mean, Sean's amazing at every aspect of it. He's a great in-ring entertainer, performer, wrestler. doesn't matter, you know. That that that's my opinion. But Hulkster, if if you're going to try to build back this thing with the audience, you probably don't want to alienate the whole entire WWE roster. <sighs> Whatever. Came out, real American, posing the ring, opened it up. He was the host. Host now means you say something. The beginning, and that's it. It would have been nice, honestly, if you're if this is a throwaway thing. Why could not it have been, like, down to – I think that John Cena would have gone – I'm assuming that John Cena would have beaten whoever, and then Hulk Hogan would have given him the trophy. But it would have been nice to see, like, Kurt Angle and him. They would have had to switch it a little bit. But John Cena can represent SmackDown. It doesn't really fucking matter. Um, but, yeah, with, with who they had, I wish they kind of went um, in the direction of Kurt Angle and Rey Mysterio. And give Kurt the win. Just give him something again. I mean, Ray's going to be there for a while. But, hey, whatever. I don't really think it showed Kurt Engel's age. This match or the Drew McIntyre, it, I mean, he's good at selling. He's he's still a great wrestler. just like they just kind of limited him. He's playing the role of someone that gets pummeled, you know, especially with Drew McIntyre. <laughs> um, but I think that he can still go in the ring. So It's kind of like how I feel about Sean after watching that match that we'll talk about. Man, we're 30 minutes in. We haven't even gotten close to done with Crown Jewel. we still got the two big ones. Oh, no, the three three big ones. Uh, All right, but yeah. Hulkster was there. He was there. And uh, I had a pay-per-view of Hulk Hogan opening it and Shawn Michaels ending it, and I wasn't happy with it. The fuck's happened? All right, Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman defeated Braun Strowman. Brock is now the new Universal Championship. There are rumors, rumors from not – from decently reliable websites. I don't want to say unreliable because they know some shit, but they don't get all of it right. He might be holding that to Mania. Now, with the UFC approaching, I don't know how credible that, 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 all that is. It um, doesn't make much sense. I know that Dana White said that he doesn't care if Brock wears that to the ring. He doesn't doesn't think that Vince would like that. I doubt that. I think the exact opposite. I've said this though. I don't know if Vince really would like him parading with it or having it in general and being the professional wrestler champion losing, you know, potentially to uh, Daniel Cormier, the heavyweight and light heavyweight champion. And I love that picture because DC was asked about it, you know, it's like, I'll take his title. I'll take everything. Uh, you know, I could see DC doing something in wrestling. Definitely, uh, to the capacity maybe of Floyd Mayweather, try it out and then go from there. He's got a lot of charisma, and he's got a lot of flag from the UFC fans, and he's he's uh, even if he's has not beaten John Jones, I know that bullshit, uh, he's pound for pound one of the most impressive fighters and probably, you know, with accolades the fact that he's holding those two titles right now, you know, one of the best fighters um, in UFC history, I would say. I mean, yeah, it's gotta be like him, Anderson Silva, uh, George St. Pierre, uh, Bones Jones. How many times has he won the damn title? To win it, you gotta lose it. Remember that, John Cena. Anyways, God, my brain really is trying to sidetrack me off of this this stuff I don't like. So, yeah, Brock Lesnar won. I get it. If this is just for a little while, like he has, a, he signed a contract apparently uh, for two more matches. One of them is the AJ match. If this is just two more matches and they want to use him for the value of, look, Vince sees Brock like Vince Sr. saw Bruno in their later years. You know, uh, well, Bruno and Brock, I mean. They're an attraction. They, uh, they bring credibility. Uh, they're, they're very well known. They take butts and seats. Obviously, Brock's more of the heel agenda to that than Bruno was. Bruno's one of the biggest baby faces of all time. Bruno San Martino in, in Master Square Garden, uh, I think that's how Vince thinks about putting Brock pretty much anywhere. Uh, he's that type of attraction. And where, where Bruno seemed like a legitimate threat it's because he was an actual like bodybuilder, you know, uh, uh, I don't know what the hell they, the body person, the lifter, you know, power lifting and all that type of stuff. He had a great physique. Uh, obviously Brock has torn shit up in the MMA world as well as the wrestling world and the professional wrestling. world. So just craziness, but yeah, huge draw. They know they have them. So, This is Vince going, all right, I can get him for two more dates, paying a little bit, but it will get repaid by the people that will show up to see Brock Lesnar. So the fact that he gave Braun, I believe, four to five, I think it was five total at the end of it, after it's all said and done, one of them on the outside, after getting knocked in the back of the head by the universal belt from Baron Corbin, which I hope we don't see a shitty match between the two of them, because I don't want to fucking see it. I hope Braun just kicks the crap out of him and we just go from there. Um, but yeah. Braun got, got f 5 a bunch, came back a little bit, got f 5 again, it was over. And I don't know if he's going to get the title. They've killed his team. Uh, they killed it to put Roman over more. Uh, much like putting Seth with Roman at the Shields, you know, uh, the two biggest baby faces between Seth and, and Braun. And because they did that, it kind of, I think hindered more Braun than Seth. Uh, Cause now Seth has this Tommaso Ciampa to go against, if you will, with Dean Ambrose and that's building towards something. But uh, yeah, I have no idea um, if that was the best decision. I probably, I mean, I don't control this company, but if, if it was me, People are really back behind Braun. I'm sure that if he would have won that, people would have gone apeshit, and he would have been able to, I think, get back on track fairly quickly. Um, but this is supposed to be Roman winning, I think, against both of them. I'm assuming Braun would have taken the pinfall for that, too. I don't know. Maybe Brock would have. Uh, then we go to this fucking clusterfuck. So, yes, I'm about to say this right. Hold on sec. Shane McMahon defeated Dolph Ziggler to be given the wonderful, prestigious title of WWE World Cup Final Match, the best in the world, CM Punk Award. Wow. How the fuck did we get there? You know, for someone that's listening and hearing this for the first time, you might say, but Dane... I thought Dolph Ziggler was going against the Miz. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, their brilliant way to now, I'm, I'm assuming, even though they didn't show out on SmackDown, a heel turn for Shane, which may be beneficial, I guess, possibly. I don't know. But Miz jumps out the ring. By the way, he was fine on, on Raw. Uh, And the whole entire stupid stipulation, which made no sense, that Shane said that uh, if anyone lost to a raw competitor, basically got into the finals, they would get fired. So the the person that won for SmackDown uh, possibly could get fired if they they lose, whatever. So Miz jumps out of the ring, tweaks himself, uh, tweaks his knee or some shit like that early on. he He can't walk. They're about to give it to Dolph Ziggler. Shane freaks out, says he'll fight him, gets in. Uh, decent match. Dolph made Shane look great. Uh, you know, doing the greatest hits thing. And he's, he's fun. He beat him with a coast to coast. Uh, but afterwards, he paraded around like he won something. And everyone was like, what the hell? And it was awkward because it was the Raw crew, you know, calling it. So it was, you know, all of them were like, well, this is stupid. that You know, SmackDown just screwed us. I'm sure we'll play in the Survivor Series, the one time of the year where Raw and SmackDown compete in one-on-one, head-to-head competition strictly for the sake of happiness, unless you're done with this whole entire thing, and then you won't watch it. That's actually not the name of it, but I wish Michael Cole would memorize it one night. I'm going to make it interesting. Shane Shane McMahon, the best in the world. All right, so Degeneration X, Brothers of Destruction, twenty-seven minutes forty-five. Very, very not. I'm not well, not too, not not too short into the match, but like I would say, a good percentage of it somehow, <clears throat> Kane and Shawn Michaels had to like keep it together because Undertaker. He just look. He looks rough. He was actually pretty good in this match. I'm not gonna. I, I can't deny that. They, they all, for for their age, they were able to like go for almost you know 30 minutes. But Triple H supposed to be. I'm a, I'm assuming lead the match the most because he has the most experience, consistently. Uh, tears his pack getting thrown out of the ring just from a freak accident. Now he's done for six months to nine months. Uh, that's that's how it usually is for surgery, like that uh, procedure. So that might mean, and I said this earlier, that him and Batista might have to, to wait, and I would wait. I wouldn't try to put Batista with someone else, especially if he's considering the retirement thing. Stretch it out, bring him back a year from now, have him just attack him out of nowhere. You know, you already put things in place, and then go about it. That's what I would do. If that were – I mean, they kind of – they set the evolution. Uh, reunion smackdown. Alright, but uh yeah. There's also another thing that I don't think helped after that that Kane choke slammed him through the announce table, but didn't move any of the monitors or anything like that, so he just threw his body. I'm um, I i do not remember, you know, visually exactly what part of Triple H's body hit the fucking table, but I mean that that's probably not the best thing to do after you tore your pack. Sean went for a moonsault. I don't know where Undertaker was. He kind of ran away. I, uh, poor Kane looked like, I think he got like a knee to the face. But I will say this. Uh, Sean looked good. Now, from what Sean's claims are, apparently don't expect them to see him back. Um, he just, he basically said, you know, afterwards he was asked, um how he felt about the match. And he said, this whole day had me so anxious. I had nerves and everything else. Once I got in there, though, with everyone, it was fun. It was comfortable. And then I did a few things, got a little warm, and forgot how tough this is on your body. I'll be feeling it for the next several days. It'll be a very good reminder why I didn't do it for eight years and why I'm not going to do it again, dot, 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 if I can possibly help it. Uh, well, I, and I believe it was reported that he was back in, uh, Panama city Monday night and you know, he's doing his thing. I don't think him and undertaker are having anything that survivor series. I think that everyone needs to uh, get over that whole entire, like that's not happening. They would need more time. I think to take off and chill, uh, uh-huh to have another big match and a retirement match for undertaker. They're not going to like not advertise that up the ass. So I think we would have had something immediately happen, uh, this week to kind of like, who knows, maybe next week, they'll just throw it out of nowhere. But I think, I think the key thing to read, I mean, if I can possibly help it money, money, money. I'm not saying I want Sean to get in there. Um, You know, if he doesn't want to do it, if his heart's not in it, you know, or he doesn't see a a good thing for his family, money-wise, basically, uh, then no, I don't want to see him in the ring. He's my favorite wrestler. He's put on so many amazing clinics and matches I can watch over and over again. He doesn't owe anyone a damn dime. But if it would be a little bit selfish and say that, he probably get paid a lot, um at Crown Jewel. They're like, hey Sean, you, AJ, we said it a year we said it two years ago. You, AJ, your last match, put over AJ. AJ's playing the role that you did with Rick, and you're playing Rick's part. I think Sean will get into that and you would have an awesome build up. You could take the belt off of AJ because he has something that's gonna be bigger honestly than, than a title match. And put let the two of them have an amazing match. I mean, AJ will be able to get a great performance out of Sean, and Sean's not giving a bad performance for his age. I mean, he's just not. I mean, he was he was crisp. That that ending where he I, he looked like he broke his nose, or at least busted his nose, because he went just face first in the the padding and concrete. But the the moonsault that was flawless. The people catching not so much, but yeah, just a uh, just a weird thing. Uh, it was a, it was they gave they gave a a money's worth of a match, and that's the last time you're gonna see the four of them together. I don't know what this leads for Undertaker in the future. Kane's got to do some mayor stuff. I know that, and I know that he did this because there was a very large donation from WWE for Knoxville, which is good. That makes a little more sense. Um, but yeah, Triple H, he's out. Probably count that whole entire thing with him and Batista out the window until, you know, next year. Then maybe we can re relook at that. Um no with that. I mean I want Triple H to lead WWE in a very positive direction whenever Vince decides to hand the uh the keys over to him. So he needs to get healthy. Uh he's got a family, he's got a business to run. Uh is awesome. And uh Sean, if I can get one more. I would like to see Sean go out on a good note. Crown Jewel's not the best note to go out on. His one previous was, came back. Gets one last one, the dream match everyone wants to see. between. And If if they want to go Daniel Bryan, that's another thing. I'll have no problem with that. Student versus teacher. I'm not going to get him versus versus Seth, which is fine. Maybe two guys that work such a similar style would actually clash. Who knows? I don't want that to you know, deter a match. I know that him and AJ would probably have a great match. Um, would probably, most definitely have a great match. Uh, but yeah, great stuff. <laughs> Crown Jewel. All right, anyways, I had the Survivor Series matches pulled up. And so we're going to go over the announcements from Ron SmackDown regarding that and everything that's been announced match wise. And I will predict at least some of uh, what we're going to see. <clears throat> now, this could have been updated, and my source could be wrong, but we'll just go about this. I know Buddy Murphy and uh, Mustafa Ali are going to have a title match. To me, you, you keep the belt, you know, you've. You, I will say that. 205 Live with the Cruiserweight division has done a good job of making their belt look meaningful because they've had champions for the most part that have held it for long periods of time. Cedric held it for Mania until he lost it in the last pair of review um, at Super Showdown. Buddy Murphy, I, I would think we need more time, but Safa Lee hasn't had a chance with that belt, and I feel like it is always going to be his time if he has a chance to. So it's kind of weird not to finally try him out. So, I'm gonna go with Buddy Murphy, but I would not uh put a lot on that. You know, there's a good chance at least finally gonna get that title. Alright, so the the other title matches, uh we got Seth Rollins, intercontinental title championship. against Shinsuke Nakamura, the United States champion. Champion versus champion match. Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke is a very interesting match. Uh Stylistically, they're very different. Yeah, they're both strikers, um, so this it should be fun. Um, I, I I don't know. It's it's a, it's an interesting match. I'm gonna say Seth Rollins is gonna get it. I feel like Seth Rollins should be going against AJ, but uh, what do I know? <laughs> um, and then obviously Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch. I would like to see this headline the whole entire thing. And I don't give a fuck that Brock Lesnar and AJ in there. They've already done that match. Ronda Rousey and Becky should be the last match. That's what I think. This is an awesome match. This is a great build up. This is like Ronda Rousey is like Bill Goldberg. And fucking Becky Lynch is like Stone Cold Steve Austin. And think about it. Think about their personalities, how they're they're they're, they're getting built how they're coming off to the fans. You know, you have Becky who's been in wrestling for a while and she's always done it. And finally she said, fuck it. And she does it her way. A lot of people are comparing her to Austin. Ronda Rousey comes in. He's an athletic specimen like Goldberg was. I mean, he's an ex football player Um, and put him on a, on a winning streak. I think Ronda's taken on to the sport of wrestling better than Goldberg did when he first started. Uh, But, even though they're limited to an extent, they're still a feasible threat. They're, they're, they're still – they look like a fucking champion, basically. So yeah, you got, like, you got like a Stone Cold versus a uh, Goldberg situation, I think, with the two of them. And I like how Rhonda hit it hard and Becky hit it harder with their promos back and forth. Um, I think both ladies look great. Uh, as champions to their respected brand, and they're going to bring it. They're going to beat the shit out of each other, and it's going to be an awesome match, and that's all I give a shit about. Brock Lesnar, AJ Styles. Would it really kill them for AJ to win? I mean, come on. Can we just put, like, a couple kinks in Brock's chain? Just just a couple? AJ can get the win. I mean, AJ's beating everyone on SmackDown, for Christ's sakes. He can't just get fucking Brock Lesnar once. I don't even care how you do it. Do it with some stupid thing. Like Paul Heyman resurrects Braun Strowman's, you know, weird grandpa that's evil and is also Bray Wyatt's dad in real life, which we know Bray Wyatt's dad is in real life is Necrotonda. But still, that's what they go for. And that's a, a brilliant idea. Ugh. Um. But, yeah, Brock Lesnar will probably win that one. Anyways, so Team Raw, um, the men's, we have Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman to be announced. To be announced. Um, Tensionally, Kurt Angle is going to finagle his way about beating, actually beating Baron Corbin, and then I would think that maybe he might be one of those to be announced. That's what I would guess on. Who could be the other person that would be in here? I I mean, part of me wants to say Dean, but that's because he's a good threat, like a good person to have in here, but he's got something going on, but Seth's going to be doing this shit. Shinsuke, so possibly him. I mean, Finn Balor probably is a safer choice. I would prefer Kurt Angle and Finn Balor probably. Okay, am i Am not going to guess but they're going against Team Smackdown Which is now consisting of The Miz And Dan O'Brien co-captains Who are not getting along odd couple I actually did like some of their backstage Stuff they're both good with comedy they really are uh, Shane McMahon which was A terrible choice <laughs> Rey Mysterio and Samoa Joe Hey Shane remember when you were in Survivor Series And Roman broke your ribs when he Speared you in the air I don't think he broke his ribs but it was, it was pretty gnarly Um Either way, they got Ray Mysterio, Samoa Joe. I kind of wish that Jeff Hardy was in Shane's place, is all I'm trying to say. That would have been cool. But him in the stacked team against Kurt Angle and fucking Finn Balor. Are, are you serious? Yeah, that would have been cool. And then we would also get finally Jeff Hardy and Finn Balor, but you probably won't put them in the makeup even for Survivor Series for some damn reason. <sighs> uh, just smile, Finn. Just say everyone's allowed in the Balor Cup. That's what you do now. No, you're not the real rock and roller anymore. No, 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 you're not, no, you're not Prince Devitt, why are you getting on the ground and crying, Ugh. anyways, so, um, then we have the women's match, Lessa Bliss is the captain, because she's still, unfortunately, uh, injured, 100% where that injury came from, but, I mean, we can probably assume, um, but she's out, regardless, now, I could have sworn she thought that the Riot Squad should be in there, but I guess they didn't finalize it because they don't have anyone listed for it. I I think it's going to probably be, well, Sasha Bailey and the Riot Squad maybe. That would be kind of nutty. Got anyone major from Raw? Probably. Oh no, Nia Jax probably got to be in there too. Maybe they'll do an all-heel one. I don't know what the hell that would do for Bailey and uh, <laughs> no 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 Nia is on SmackDown, isn't she? I can't even fucking remember. No, she's on Raw. Tamina came out. Oh yeah, Ember Moon's also on Raw. So we there are people to put in. I mean, I would put all the big names. That's that's usually the thing that you do. So you put Bailey, you put Sasha, you put Ember Moon, you put uh, Nia Jax, and you can either have Natalia, uh, Ruby Riot just one of them have that whole entire situation with the 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 anger that italia has for ruby riot just interfering with the match and its potential i'm kidding i don't give a fuck what they do uh but it'll it will it will be fun regardless i'm just I have a lot of choices they're going to give me anything to work with but yeah team smackdown will have carmella naomi Sonia DeVille, Oscar, and Charlotte. It looks like Mandy Rhodes. It's Mandy Rhodes, right? Mandy Rhodes. Anyways, she's going to have some type of match potentially with Sonia DeVille. And one of them will, I don't know. They didn't really explain a lot of what the fuck they're going to do with it. So, yeah. Um, I, I would just keep it this way and add Charlotte. That, that's about it. All right wonder if Charlotte's going to interfere with Becky's match and cause her it or cost her it. I could see them doing something like that and like Charlotte's staying out of the match because she already turned down uh, the role of the captain. Then we're having a tag team on too, which is interesting. Now, they have not explained if this is five on five as in five tag teams and five tag teams or if this is just five on five because um, that was kind of confused about that because it was like Big E and uh, the Usos are the captains and that so far that will make five people but I think it's actually like you know which doesn't make much sense uh, you know uh, one of the new days staying out of it and it being like for example Cuffy Kingston and Xavier with the Usos and they got to find three more tag teams I don't even know if Raw has that many fucking tag teams whatever They'll figure it out. And then also, oh, yeah, the AOP, the Japan Raw Tag Team Championship against the Bar uh, SmackDown Championship. Um, and the interactions between someone ginormous like the Big Show and Drake Maverick. That should be interesting. Um, who do I think is going to win? All right, so I'm just going to go through this. I think I already said, like, majority, but I think I said Buddy Murphy's going to win, but Mustafa Ali has a pretty damn good chance of winning as well. Um, for the sake of just whatever, SmackDown has a better tag division, so I'm going to give them the uh, Survivor Series 5-on-5 tag match. Uh, The Bar should beat AOP. Well, if you want to make... Actually, have AOP beat the Bar, that will make them look super strong, which they shouldn't have had to fucking have a giant match with Seth Rollins by himself. I get it, Seth Rollins, but that didn't really help them that well at all, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, get OP to have one over the bar. I don't think it's going to hurt the bar at all. The women's, I'd love to see Oscar be the last one again and her win it. You know, that would be nice. There should be something for the winner of these. Like, they should get, like, a title shot or something. I don't know. And then the men's, um, I'm going to go with... I just is too stacked between Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman... You know, whoever, Demon Balor and and, and Dean Ambrose, for instance. Bobby Lashley could be one of them. Um, There's lots of choices, so I'm going to go with Raw. Brock is going to win against AJ, unfortunately. Seth Rollins is going to win against Shinsuke. And Ron is going to beat Becky. I'd like SmackDown to win it this year, but I don't see that really happening. That was Raw Team. That was SmackDown. Cruiserweight doesn't matter. Yeah, that I gave SmackDown one of them. Um, yeah, it's going to come very much neck and neck. Eight matches. No, 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 not eight matches. No, that's overall. We'll find out. But, yes, Survivor Series, guys, I'm looking forward to it somewhat. All right, mostly I'm looking forward to the women's match and the tag match and then, you know, the, the fun of some of the other tag matches. I'm looking forward to a lot of the other stuff. I'm sure Brock and AJ will have a great match, but I just feel like I'm just sick of Brock. It has nothing to do with him. It's, I mean, it's just, I don't blame him for making money. I don't blame that at all. That's smart. But stuff gets repetitive. And that's how it's going to be. All right. Great talk, guys. Let's go over I guess we should go over some of the stuff on Power Struggle. Um, I only caught the end of this. And then we'll go over some of the stuff for Wrestle Kingdom as well. All right, just gonna to go to the ending. All right, so we had we have the the golden lovers. I just want to know. Oh no, wait, wait. Yeah, we'll start off start off with uh, chaos with Beretta and Kazuchika Okada going over Bad Luck Fale and Switchblade Jay White. Um, basically the tag team, the, the Bullet Club, lost by pinfall with a folding press from Beretta on Fale. Post-match, Okada and White brawled at length, and Switchblade challenges the Raymaker to a one-on-one match anytime Okada wants to fight now. But, of course, uh, White leaves. I'll set up some stuff we'll talk about soon. Uh, we have the Golden Lovers go against Hiroshi Tanahashi and David Finley? I'm just kidding. I like David Finley, but it's just kind of a weird. There's the one that sticks out like a sore thumb. I guess Tanahashi is losing this one. Um, so, yeah, and then they, Finley got the uh, Golden Trigger and got the pin. Just got some stuff going on with Kota Bushi and Kenny Omega. I want to know, since Kenny Omega – Going to be going against Tanahashi. Um, what is Kotobushi going to be doing? I kind of would like to see Kotobushi win the never openweight championship. I think Gato, or not Gato, but uh, Godo is the. Uh, where's Grodo? Wow. Holy shit. I can't remember. Hiroki Goto. Yeah. Idiot. If Goto's a champion, which I'm pretty sure he is the uh, Never Openweight champion, he just wanted it back, I believe, um, I'd like to see Kota Bushi win that from him. So no offense to Goto, I think he's a great worker, but I don't think that title is mean a lot, meant a lot um, since Suzuki had it, basically. It's kind of just flip, flip, flip. And I think that Kota Bushi with that title, I think it would look really good on him, and he'd bring some prestige and have some great matches with people. Either him or... Um, if Ishii doesn't have something, maybe you have a three-way. They're not going to do a three-way. Get Ishii to get the title off of Goto and have Ishii go against Goto Bushi and, possi- and possibly lose to Goto at Wrestle Kingdom. But what I think, oh, and as we were talking about that, the next match was Roki Goto uh, going over against Taichi by pinfall. GTR to win the never open weight championship uh, back. All right. Uh, then we have Tamaro Ishii over Minoru Suzuki by pinfall with a vertical drop brain buster to retain the RPW, British Heavyweight Championship. That's that's cool that they let him, uh, you know, go over there and wrestle with that. If he's a champion on that, maybe you could do a U.S. versus British style thing with whoever the US champion is. That'd be kind of an interesting thing. I know it's a wrestling pro or a, no no no. RPW is I can't remember what it stands for. Oh man, this is not good. So either way, um yeah if you had the US champion Cody going against Ishii, that would be that'd be a cool match. It'd be different. Maybe don't do that. I don't know. Uh, Then we had Tetsuya Naito go over Zack Sabre Jr. by pinfall with Destino. Badass fucking match. Uh, Definitely check that out. And Chris Jericho, uh, the Intercontinental champion, IWGP Intercontinental champion, went over Evil by submission with the walls of Jericho to retain it. Uh, Post-match Jericho, locks to hold back on, but Naito makes the save. Y2J bails and gets the hell up the ramp, clutching his IC belt over his shoulder. He has Tetsuya if he wants it, but brushes it off and heads up the ramp. Nigel gets on the mic and officially challenges Jericho for the title for Wrestle Kingdom. And that was it. The revolutionary pro see you guys now I have to find out what this is. RPW Wrestling. It is Revolution Pro Wrestling. Duh. In England. All right. So, from this, we have four matches that were announced for Wrestle Kingdom. We already went over the fact that Kenny Omega will be going against... Hiroshi Tanahashi, if Tanahashi gets that belt from Omega, I'm pretty sure Omega is going to WWE or has already signed. That's what I would think that would be the indicator for, because I don't know. And a lot of people have commented, and I can't say, even though I love Kenny, that I can really say that like, disagree with what they're saying, but, like, you know, after someone who had such an amazing run, like Kachuchika Okada, and it's not like Kenny hasn't had great matches, but Okada just had a longer time to really make something, uh, an impressive body of work. So maybe they would take it off him and put on the original ace to possibly go against, you know, the current ace, if you will. I don't know. But uh, either way, other than that, and I, like I said, it's it's all about if Kenny loses that match, it's going to make me think that Kenny is going to be in WWE, or I already will have known that he did sign with WWE. If he wins, then I'm going to think that he's probably going to be there longer and hold that title for a hot minute. Not not as, as long as a did or anything like that, but it won't be... I don't know. It's It's... I'm going to say Kenny Omega's going to win the match. Let's just put it that way. All right, so from the aftermath of the Super Junior Tag League, you're going to have a three-way versus uh, with um, Kanemura El Desperado, uh, who are from Suzuki-gun, champions, going against Bushi and Shingo Takagi. Or no, Takagi. 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 Shingo Takagi, um, and going against Roppongi 3K. O- obviously, Bushi and Shingo are for LIJ, Roppongi 3K for Chaos. Uh, that should be an awesome match. Um, then we have Kushida versus Taji Shimore, the bone soldier for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, and I would definitely put that on Ishimori. I love Kushida. He wins a title all the time. He can get it back if he wants to. Um, and then Kazushika Okada and Jay White, um, which that's going to be an awesome match. Um, I'm assuming Okada's going to win it. If you really want to put heat on him, have Okada have this, this kind of drowsy time period ever since he lost the title and then lose Jay White on the next Wrestle Kingdom after he beat Kenny the year previously. That'll be fucking interesting. Now, here's the thing. We don't know that much about Jericho going against uh, Naito because he hasn't accepted the challenge. So, I think... Uh, I forgot who it was. I, I want to say it was New Japan who made an announcement about their match. And Jericho was like, hold on. I have not accepted that. So, I'm Obviously, I think he's trying to add, like, a little bit of intrigue to the whole entire thing. Um, but it's not official. But expect, obviously, that match to join. Other than that, like I said, I don't know what Kota Bushi's doing. Um, I don't know if Ishii's going to uh, put that RPW uh, British Heavyweight Championship on the line. I don't know who's going to be going against the Open Weight. Maybe Kota Bushi versus Goto. Um, it should be interesting. I love Wrestle Kingdom, though. They have not put on a bad one in a long time. I want to know, obviously, who uh, Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa are going to go against for the Tag Team Championship. So, um, should be fun. I think we have a couple news items to go into, and then we'll be done, guys. Uh, there wasn't a whole hell of a lot of stuff that happened wrestling-wise other than, you know, both WWE and New Japan had a pay-per-view, and they're setting up stuff for their future pay-per-view. New Japan's happens to be the WrestleMania. Survivor Series is also a pretty big event. One of the big four, or I think the big five now, because they consider, uh, what the hell is it called? Money in the Bank, something that holds off by itself. I don't really care. It's all very gimmicky. Go back to In Your House. All right. Now, I already talked about it. With Triple H surgery, so we don't have to go that much more into detail about that, but if you guys want to see the pictures, man, it's his... It's so bruised. His skin looks like like a elephant's skin. Like, it's just just goes into that. Like, it's so deeply bruised in the picture, and uh he was in surgery Monday. He got out. He said everything went well. Trips is going to be out for a while, wrestling-wise. And... uh like I said, if there's plans for him and Batista, I'm hoping they're saying let's do this next year and build up to it even more. We just put the we put things in motion. And now we can build up to it. Um. Oh, and then obviously the stuff that happened on SmackDown and Raw. You know, AOP is now the they're, they're now the raw tag team champions, beating Seth Rollins by himself, but beating him nonetheless. Um, so that should be interesting. I would love a resurgence for Rob, you know. As soon as Jason Jordan's back, break up, have Bobby Root go heel finally, beat the shit out of, of of Gable, put American Alpha back together. They're a great tag team. Now you have AOP as your tag champs, and you have them go against the Revival, American Alpha, uh, the B team, repackage those guys. They can still be funny, but the B team's kind of just really slaps in the face that one of them's. Uh, the son of Mike Rotunda, and the other one, the son of Kurt Henning. So, um, and you also have uh, LOD-ish, sort of. What the name? I feel really bad. I can't. Descendants? Decepticons. Deception. I honestly cannot remember their name for the life of me. But, you get what I'm saying. And then, Becky Lynch, after she got her promo, she was saying that she was fired up and she wanted to go against someone and whoever wanted to bring some competition, entered Sanity after three months of us not seeing him at all, um, and entered Nikki Cross. Uh, she came to the ring and I think it was a good first impact. I will say Andrade Cien Almas was able to go against AJ Styles in a match for first match and he lost and I thought a hell of a lot more for what I'm seeing than putting him in now. So, I don't know. Um, By the way, uh, Selena Vega was out because she got a concussion, which is not good. Um, I don't know from what exactly, but it was obviously during the battle Royal, So, that's why he was missing his valet. Um, But either way, I just, with Nikki Cross going out there, she had a good match. She was able to look extremely intense and scary. She's in a familiar area of of Marriott, England, Uh, even though I believe she's from Scotland. I'm not 100% sure on that. But either way, she obviously is in the right type of uh, place to to get a good pop from the audience. And uh, I think she would have anyways, but her Becky had a good match. She looked strong. She lost. She tapped out. Uh, but I think Nikki Cross, I don't know. They have so many ladies on both brands for one of them, not to the flounder that was doing awesome on fucking NXT is so hard not to happen, but I hope she doesn't. But then again, Oscar's floundering right now. Sasha is floundering right now. Ugh. Oh, and, um, yeah, the only other stuff is uh, Tetsuya Naito. He's claimed that WWE made him an offer and he turned it down allegedly. And I believe him, you know, but I don't know. Nothing official was shown in front of me. So I can't be like, yeah, that definitely happened. Um, but either way, it probably was not enough money <laughs> to get him to leave his family and leave Japan and and leave the 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 good job that he has um, over there to come to the states to hang out have to go through NXT when you're a huge star where you're from he's trying to build up New Japan and I completely get it you know I don't know how Naito you know this is going to hinder someone this is unfortunate but it's true that charisma can get you so many places but if you don't know how to speak the native language you know that's why Kenny Omega made the effort to learn. Um, Japanese, and that helped him get over more. Uh, same could be said about anyone. Shinsuke, she's good to an extent, but you know it's still hard for him. Oscar, uh, I know that Okada is actually pretty good with English. I have no clue how Naito is. He might not even know any, and that's not bad. I mean, shit. All those countries are able to learn more than one language, European and Asian, stuff like that. Most of the time, we're the lazy ones. So who knows? He probably does, but it's not his native tongue. The man's charismatic as hell, but on a program like Raw SmackDown, it's going to be hard for him to be able to display that same type of charisma, is what I'm saying, without being able to engage with the audience. Because Naito very much is late 90s DX Shawn Michaels mixed a little bit with Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's got that whole entire anti-authority thing to a T. Um, and I've been able to really enjoy him without knowing what he's saying outside of you know reading subtitles. But I'm not saying that that's going to work for everyone else. He's going to have to be able to work by himself. And, you know, like I said, his family lives in Japan. He makes a lot of money in New Japan. He's one of their top stars. He's treated really well. He's going to get that belt soon, I would assume. Um, And, yeah, I don't blame him for turning it down. It probably was not as much money as they're going to offer the fucking elite right now. But who knows? That's the scary thing. Is at some point WWE can make a, uh, an offer that even Okada or Naito possibly could not not turn down, if that makes sense. But there you have it, guys. Uh, sh- like I said, short episode. Uh, you know, I I it was just me and uh, I was talking about stuff. We didn't have a lot of news. A you know, weird pay per view to talk about. We 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 got through it. I think that we did a great job. I think that you guys should all pat yourselves. On the back. I just did for some fucking reason. I have no idea why I did, but... Ugh. with that. We got two words for ya! So, yeah. That was a wonderful episode of Wrestling East Alliance. It'll be back to its normal hour, 7 o'clock. We'll have Jeffrey... And brother Ray Patton, both on the show next week, hopefully, Um, if everything goes according to plan, let's just put it that way. Check me out on Facebook at Dane Alves, and definitely with all the social platforms for Geek Vibes Nation. Whether you go to our our website at gvnation.com, gv as in Geek Vibes Nation. They'll bring you to our website plethora of news knowledge of every sort in the geek world, uh, whether it be sports even, you know, and, and wrestling, you know, video games, uh, movies, you know, comics, all that type of stuff. So check it out, gvnation.com. It's got a link to not only our blog talk but our iTunes account so you can listen to us whatever fashion you'd like to. And then our Facebook, our Instagram, Twitter, at geek Nation, all of them. Check it out, guys! Join us. Let me know how you like this episode. Let's start interacting more. Send me some comments. Take the post that's on the Facebook page if you're already a part of Keyfives Nation. That I post a link to the show that you're listening to now. Go back and comment on it. Uh, let's have some uh, some 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 conversations. But hell of an episode, guys! We held down the fort, and I'm proud of it. Next week, we'll have the normal mix, 7 o'clock p.m. EST. You guys are great. Have a wonderful evening, and let the Geek Vibes be with you.